welcome to another episode of Total Health 2020. In today's episode, we're going to be getting a little bit more specific about setting weight loss goals, and I'm going to be giving a few tips and tricks along the way. So, hope you guys enjoy this episode. What's up, guys? Thanks again for tuning in. Like I mentioned in the intro, one of the things I kind of want to do today is be a little bit more specific about why we want to lose weight or begin on um, a new fitness or weight loss journey. And the reason I kind of want to do that is because it's important to realize that not all of us need to lose weight. Um, I think we live in a society where we constantly are comparing ourselves to others. We often have these unrealistic like expectations and viewpoints that aren't necessarily necessary to live a healthy, happy lifestyle. And so talk to your friends, talk to your family, talk to your doctor, whether this is something you really need to do. Um, sit down with yourself and realize if this is something you want to do and why you want to do it. And this is something I alluded to in the last episode, but it's important to kind of realize why you're doing something whenever you're about to embark on a new journey. And so whether it be for a short-term um, event or uh you know, goal or whether it's a long-term kind of change in lifestyle and habit because you want either more energy, you want more time to spend with loved ones, you want to just start a new habit that may um, carry on into other aspects of your life. And so that's definitely something that's important to kind of start off with just so you have the right mindset and framework going forward. Um, But kind of moving on from there, one of the first things I kind of want to talk about is a very helpful acronym that's used in medicine in order to kind of instill change, especially in a doctor-patient relationship. Um, And that's kind of trying to be honest with yourself about different parts of your goal. So the acronym is called SMART, so it's S-M-A-R-T, and the S stands for specific, the M stands for something that's measurable, A is attainable, achievable, assignable. Um, R is realistic generally. And then T, kind of time frame or time boundary. And so it's important to think about all these things because they all help you kind of set goals for yourself that are objectively um, easier to accomplish just because you're being very specific with what they are. You're setting um, realistic kind of boundaries for when you want to achieve it and who's going to be helping you along the way. And this is something that's been backed up by a lot of science. Um, it's something that's used for people to help them quit smoking and help them with drug addiction and things of that sort, but also for things like weight loss and obesity. And so, um, I just want to kind of go over each of these, uh, parts of this acronym and how it can help you. And so being specific, I alluded to it in the last episode, Um, being specific with your goals just means you're asking yourself, what do I want to accomplish? Why is it important? Um, Who's involved? Where is this going to be located? Um, Like, where am I going to go to the gym? How am I going to get my food? Things of that sort. Um, And what resources or what limits are involved? And I think all these are extremely important because Ultimately, no matter what we're doing in life, whenever we're planning for something, whenever we're setting goals for ourselves, things are going to come up. Things are going to come in the way. And it's important to kind of be realistic and um, plan and prepare for these things because as soon as they come up, if you're not planned for them, that's another excuse to quit. That's another excuse to stay down on the ground instead of getting back up. And so you have to plan for these obstacles. You have to be very specific with what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. Um, just because it takes one less part of the inertia out of the equation and it helps you kind of get moving. And so um, let's start now. So like kind of think to yourself, what can you do to make your goal as specific as possible? And so now I want to talk about making our goal measurable. 
And so what that means is essentially choosing a goal that you can not only just arbitrarily or kind of think about abstractly, but something that you can specifically measure so that you know when you're making progress and it's easier to kind of follow your progress. Um, so one way we can kind of do that is to say, instead of just saying, I want to lose weight, you, you can say, I want to lose two inches off of my waist. And that way you have a goal that's very measurable. You can definitely measure your waist size. You can um, also measure it just to see if you fit into clothes that you didn't used to fit into anymore. Um, another way you can do this is to say, I want to lose 10 pounds specifically, right? And as long as you're weighing yourself consistently at the same time every day, um, then you can kind of measure whether you're losing the weight at the progress that you want to lose it at. And so having a measurable goal is very, very important to, to success. Some other ideas about making your goal more measurable is instead of trying to lose weight just in general, you can say, I want to lift more weight in the gym or I want to lose two inches off of my thighs or I want to lose two points off of my BMI or certain percentage of body fat. And so making it more and more measurable and specific helps you really achieve your goal. Because if you just say you want to lose weight, you can go, you know, hours without drinking water and you'll lose weight. But it's important to kind of make sure that you're choosing goals that are not only achievable and measurable, but also kind of specific for whatever it is you want to achieve. The next part of that acronym is A for attainable, achievable. And so this goes along with everything else. And so when we want to make goals that are specific and measurable, we also want to make sure that they're attainable or achievable. And what does that mean? So if you've tried dieting in the past and you know that, say, for example, after three or four weeks, you always hit some kind of brick wall and you're not able to lose weight anymore. And that's when you kind of give up then take that into consideration. Don't automatically kind of assume just because you're more specific with your goals at this time, it'll be much easier. It's not necessarily the case, although it is the goal of um, this whole exercise. But you want to be like specific and um, have measurable goals, but you also want to be realistic with what you think you're able to achieve based on your past progress, um, based on how well you know yourself, and just having goals that are realistic in general. And so um, if you've never been able to lose more than 10 pounds before, first try starting small. Try losing that 10 pounds again and then reevaluate your goals after that and um, make a new goal afterwards. But it's it's important to not just say, yeah, to this time I'm going to lose 30 pounds. And then as soon as you're not seeing the progress you want to see, it's it's very easy to give up at that stage. So it's important to have goals that are attainable um, because I think one of the most rewarding part about goal setting and weight loss is really achieving your goals. And in order to achieve them, you have to set the goals to be something that is actually attainable for yourself. The next part of the acronym is R for relevant. And so your goal ultimately needs to be relevant. Um, it can also be realistic, but that's also covered in the, in the past um, A. And so what relevancy really means is you want to have something that helps you stay motivated to achieve your goal. And while having attainable goals and meeting your expectations can be motivational, it's important to also kind of look back and evaluate why you're doing this to begin with. And that's something I kind of talked about earlier. And so that all goes in concordance with having a relevant goal. And so why does this goal matter to you? Why do you want to lose weight or why, do you, why are you setting this goal to begin with? Um, again, is it to a short-term thing that you just want to look good for an event or feel good for an event? Or is this something part of a longer um, lifestyle kind of change that you want to maintain, um, whether it's for yourself or for somebody else? Um, do you have other 
health risk factors, which being overweight might increase your um, risk of complications from that disease. These are all things you want to think about. And oftentimes when we're on a weight loss journey, we lose sight of why we started to begin with. And it's important to kind of look back and make sure that your goals are relevant to whatever it is you desire to accomplish. And so I think that's something that's important to bear, um, like evaluate consistently throughout your weight loss journey. And again, going back to the beginning, really make sure you understand why you want to do this because in the last part of the SMART acronym is T for time bound. And so what that ultimately means is, again, kind of reca recapping, um, you're creating a specific goal, you want to lose weight, something that's measurable, you want to lose something like 10 pounds, something that's attainable, 10 pounds is a reasonable amount, um, something that is relevant to your life, you want to lose 10 pounds because you want to live a longer, help, healthier, happier lifestyle, and ultimately how long are you going to give yourself to lose this weight? And so that's where the T and the time bound comes from. And so 10 pounds may not seem like a lot, but it kind of depends on where you're starting from. If you don't really have that much weight to lose, it's going to be harder to lose that weight naturally. If you're in the obese range and you have more fat to lose, um, losing 10 pounds can be a little bit easier. But ultimately, you want to give yourself a safe amount of time to where it's challenging, but still attainable. So all these parts of the acronym ultimately go hand in hand. And so losing 10 pounds, maybe you want to give yourself a full month to lose 10 pounds. And that is still pretty challenging to do. You'll notice when you're losing weight, um, the first week can be very, very encouraging and you'll lose three, four pounds sometimes. And then after that, you may lose one pound. And then the other, the next week, you may gain one pound. It can be a very slow, daunting, difficult process. And so 10 pounds in one month is a pretty aggressive weight loss plan. It's, I wouldn't really recommend something like that. Um, try to give yourself more time based on your past successes and failures. Um, maybe three months is, is more appropriate for you to lose 10 pounds depending on your starting weight. Um, it all really is dependent on you. And so it's a lot of trial and error. Um, and so evaluating your progress is something that's going to be very important in making sure you stick to your goals and ultimately achieve your goals. And so now that we've kind of gone over that acronym, I kind of wanted to just give some general weight loss tips before the next couple episodes where I go a little bit more into detail on specific exercise plans and diet plans and things of that sort. And so one of the first things I think you want to do after you set your goals and clearly define them is to figure out how much energy you typically expend in a day. And so that's something known as the TDEE, or Total Daily Energy Expenditure. Um, you can just do a quick Google search for a TDEE calculator. That'll kind of give you a rough estimate based on certain kind of calculations and mathematical formulas, how much like energy essentially you consume throughout the day. And ultimately what that means is how much calories can you consume in a day without gaining or losing any weight? And so all of this is very relevant, right? So if you have someone who's six feet tall, he is has a very active job, he exercises every single day, he's naturally going to burn more calories throughout the day. And so he's naturally going to be able to eat a little bit more. And that's why no one diet plan works for everyone. If you have someone who's smaller and has a desk job and only has time to go to the gym two or three times a week or even none, no time at all, then they're naturally going to have to eat a little bit less in order to lose weight or even maintain their weight. And so it's important to kind of figure out how much calories you're burning every day so you can tailor your diet and exercise plan to that. 
And so after you kind of figure that out, and again, the easiest way to do that, just a simple Google search TDEE calculator. Um, you'll put in your height, your weight, your gender, um, and how much you exercise and things like that, and it'll give you a pretty rough estimate. And so let's assume you're on a standard 2,000 calorie diet per day. Um, ultimately, you're going to need to tailor your diet plan to fit that calorie um, expenditure. And so you can have a more aggressive diet plan and go quite a bit under the caloric intake for your total daily energy expenditure. And you're going to lose weight faster, surely. But you're also going to notice you're going to be more tired than normal. You're going to be more cranky than normal. It's going to be a lot more difficult for you to enjoy life, essentially, because you're not able to eat as much and that's going to put a toll on your body. And so it's good to kind of um, experiment with your amount of calories. And that's, again, something I'm going to talk about in the dietary episode. Um, so after you kind of figure out your TDEE, I think it's helpful to download a nutrition tracker. And so what I mean by that is just something like something called MyFitnessPal. It's an app on the App Store and essentially that lets you track everything that you're eating throughout the day. I don't think you need to do this all the time because ultimately... To me, a diet plan and exercise plan ultimately has to be sustainable. And I think obsessively tracking everything you eat, it's not very sustainable. It sounds absolutely miserable at times. But you'd be surprised until you start tracking your foods. It's it's very surprising to see how many calories are in kind of basic things like sauces um, and different foods that we eat throughout our lives. And so I think it's important to kind of gather good estimates um, of like portion control, condiments, things of that sort. And once you do it for just, you know, two or three weeks, I think you can completely kind of ditch those apps, um, at least for general purposes, unless you're being very, very strict on yourself and you really want to achieve your weight loss goal um, to the like very specific degree you want to achieve it to. I think just getting a general sense of it for the first couple of weeks is very helpful just so you can start eyeballing things a little bit better um, because, it really is kind of difficult to gather how many servings are in a you know bowl of cereal, for example, um, or how much calories are in barbecue sauce and things like that. And small things like that really, really do add up. Um, you'd be surprised. And so that's why I definitely recommend downloading an app. Um, whatever phone you have, you should be able to find it in the app store, something called My Fitness Pal. Um, and you can just type in the foods that you eat throughout the day and get a, a good idea for how much um, calories you're consuming. Then ultimately, we need to develop an exercise routine. That's something I'll talk about in another video. Um, you need to weigh yourself consistently, but not obsessively. And what I mean by that is don't be entirely consumed by the number on the scale. Like I said before, you can diet very, very well and one week you may actually find yourself gaining weight rather than losing weight. And that may seem extremely frustrating, but you never know where that weight is coming from. Maybe your body's a little bit more stressed, and so you have more cortisol being released, and you're holding on to water a little bit more. Maybe you're actually gaining muscle if you've developed a new resistance training kind of regimen. So it's important not to be too hard on yourself because weight loss is ultimately a journey. It's not, you know, a sprint. It's it's a marathon, and we really got to be patient. Um then we also need to check our progress and reevaluate. And so if we're consistently noticing that we're not losing the weight that we want to, we need to reevaluate, hmm, maybe my TDEE actually changed because whenever your body goes through something stressful, they, it tries to maintain an equilibrium. And what that means is essentially once you start eating less, 
your body's going to try to use less energy to maintain its its natural state. And so you're going to naturally have to decrease the amount of calories you consume throughout um, the duration of your exercise or nutrition kind of plan. Um, just because your body's getting smarter, it's adapting to the situation you're bringing upon it. And so you got to fight back by adapting as well. And yeah, so I think that's mainly the kind of things I wanted to talk about in this episode. There's a lot of different diets that we can talk about and we will talk about in another future episode, such as intermittent fasting, if it fits your macros, keto, um, things of that sort. There's a lot of different exercise routines we can talk about, whether you're building for hypertrophy, strength training, um, you're doing more cardio style. Um, these are all things I definitely plan on talking about and touching on. And I hope this episode was useful, at least in the meantime, to get that conversation going, get an idea about how to kind of move forward with this. And I really appreciate your time. Um, could have been doing anything. And I really appreciate that you decided to listen to this podcast and attempt to reach your goals and better yourself however you feel you may be uh, wanting to do that. And so thank you all so much for your time. Hope you have a great day. Thanks.